0: Hey, listeners! It's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Joe with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is.
2: Now Cook sniffing the end zone. He got there. Dalvin Cook, the NFL's leader with his 13th rushing touchdown of the season. Yeah, eleven sounds like a lot. I don't even know if I can remember all the the eleven players, but uh, it says something about the system and uh, maybe the way the defense was playing to take certain people away. And also points out how our screen game and our our play action game oftentimes can get an opportunity for a running back, a fullback, tight end, and those are some of those guys usually aren't you know primaries in the route, but they end up actually getting the football quite a bit. You know, when when they take other people away.
0: Kirk Cousins talking about spreading the ball around yesterday. Highlight courtesy of Fox NFL. It's Mackie and Joe with Rami here on Score North and the Score North app, where you can also listen to Purple Daily every day, five days a week, 2 to 4 o'clock. Sage Rosenfels was in studio with Matthew Collar today. And the Vikings Vent Line after the games and also five days a week, late mornings here on Score North. Tom Pellicero from NFL Network. Uh, We were all just kind of talking during the break and even last segment. From a Viking standpoint, it doesn't get a lot more dull than uh, yesterday's win over the Lions, but that's probably exactly what they needed after the the close shave loss to Seattle the week before.
2: Well, Phil, I was at Packers Redskins, so I'm going to beg to differ <laughs> on that point. Uh, Fair enough, my friend. Not a, not a high, high pulse uh, in either game. Now, that, was a, that was a weird one in Green Bay. Packers race out 14 nothing. It looks for all the world, like the Redskins are completely overwhelmed. And then Packers never really got a rhythm offensively, especially in their passing game. Aaron Jones uh, had a monster day, 192 yards from scrimmage. But Redskins hung around. Dwayne Haskins made some plays. Uh, The Vikings game, because I was in Green Bay, I didn't get to see as much of it, but talking to some people today about it, the one thing that shouldn't be overlooked was finally, after years of going against the Lions, they dominated at the line of scrimmage in a game against that team. You know, that's that's what Matt Patricia tried to build into that program, the toughness on both sides of the ball. They want to run the football, stop the run, uh, especially in the first half yesterday uh, where the Vikings go up, you know, 17 to nothing before they probably get, you know, air on the conservative side in the second half there. They were pounding on both sides. You know, that's that's a really good sign because that's exactly the identity that Mike Zimmer wants this team to have. And coming off of a physical game short week in Seattle... To respond the way they did in the first half, um, you have to be encouraged by that.
3: Tom, have you noticed this season in, in all your years covering the NFL more boring, nondescript games than we have had in the past? Because you're right. I mean, Phil talks about Lions and Vikings. You were at probably a tougher game to watch. Redskins and Packers, Browns and Bengals wasn't anything to watch yesterday. I mean, you look up and down the scoreboard of the NFL yesterday, and not a, not a lot that catches your attention at least in my opinion
2: 48 46 in New Orleans didn't do anything for well, the
3: We that, that that was one but I I'm saying that when you they look- can't all be
2: winners, baby. There's going to be some clunkers. You're not going to get A-level material. You don't start out a 20-minute comedy set and open with your best joke. You That's true.
1: Till the medal. Fair. Fair, right? point. So, Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, but he say- doesn't bomb on purpose like that Lions Vikings game dude. <laughs> that, that should have got the uh, gong show hook.
3: Yeah. I don't go to the comedy club and just start with some stuff I've never used before, Tom. It's usually at least
1: pretty yeah, good okay. to start off.
2: Yeah, but sometimes if you you feel like you're playing an easy room, you try out some new materials, you see what hits, you see what doesn't. And uh, you know, I, I think that there there's a lot of good games. I mean, the Ravens Bills game, even though that's low scoring, I mean, it's fascinating every week to me to see how different defenses try to stop Lamar Jackson cuz nobody's really had a a good plan yet. Um yeah, you know, I think that there's, there's a lot of good football. This is also the time of year where I don't know if you saw what Dante Jackson from the Panthers said ripping the coaching staff after the game yesterday about two horrible play calls mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Like you're in that edgy time of year now where there's a bunch of teams have stuff to play for. And then you have a bunch of teams where everybody is just trying to survive till the end of the season. Uh, you, you find out who's still going to show up, who's still going to go play hard, who's going to tank out, who's going to rip coaches and hope everybody gets fired. Uh, it's 5 p.m. Central right now. So we, I think we may be in the clear on a firing today, but you know, there's a lot of people's jobs at stake on the stretch here. Um, you know, and there's also a lot of teams playing for a lot. I mean, I, I think that we've seen some matchups here and some teams, especially in the NFC. I mean, the, the Rams even getting back into it last night. The of began day, The Rams wouldn't be in it. Who watched that game against the Seahawks and doesn't think LA's a dangerous team right now? I mean, you can go down the list. The NFC is super competitive. And then with the AFC, with the Patriots, you know, over the past couple of weeks, Tom Brady's taken a lot of hits. They're struggling to gener- generate a lot of explosive plays, especially in the passing game. Uh, that might be more wide open than we've seen in recent years, too. So while the bottom may not look very good, I think the top of the league right now is super fascinating. There's going to be a lot of good playoff games.
1: So, Tom, is Jared Goff back on track now? Because I can't, for for the life of me in watching Rams games, some weeks he looks okay, some weeks he looks completely lost and terrible, and, and then some weeks he, he looks great. So I can't, is Jared Goff, to, to put it in its simplest terms possible, is he good or is this just an inconsistent quarterback who at times looks very competent and at times does not?
2: I mean, still, he's still a young quarterback. I know he just got paid, but you know, when you're in your fourth, fifth season, you're you're going to have some natural ups and downs. He also he's played well against the Seahawks. The two games against them this season have been probably his two best. Um, You know, but you know that offense in general, they they had a lot of things they had to overcome. The the turnover in the offensive line there with John Sullivan, the former Viking, um, you know, being released. And then you know, they let Roger Saffold walk in free agency. Uh, Andrew Whitworth is not young at this point. They totally remodeled that line. On top of that, they were trying to figure out what the right balance is with pushing Todd Gurley, getting the most out of him, but also not having that knee flare up. Uh, now that you're getting down the stretch here, you're seeing more Gurley. I think that has a direct impact on golf playing well. Cooper Cup's a really good young receiver. They're they're more healthy than they've been at the receiver position with Robert Woods out there, Brandon Cooks out there. They just they seem like they're hitting their stride at the right time of year. And I also think part of that's coaching. You know, I mean, and I know that a couple of weeks ago they got their doors blown off on defense. But you know, it's almost like if you listen to you know. Radio talk shows, NFL Network, whatever. You would have thought two months ago, Matt Nagy has completely forgotten how to coach. Sean McVay has totally forgotten how to coach. There's, there's that inevitable overreaction to some of the things you see, and then all of a sudden, some of those teams that you know really are well coached and young quarterbacks who, who go through a down stretch, uh, they have the ability to come back right now. And I think that you're seeing some of those teams that. The record maybe didn't reflect who they were earlier in the season, starting to win some of those
0: games. Tom Pelosero from NFL Network. And speaking of us, we have NFL Network on one of our TCL TVs here. And a few minutes ago, we saw you and Mike McCarthy uh, breaking down film. We didn't have the volume up, but what were you doing with Mike McCarthy?
2: I love the, we didn't have the volume up, but look good. When you're <laughs> yeah. talking, I have to listen to you. look pretty good. Uh, it was really, it was, it was really fascinating to talk to, uh, Mike McCarthy, who I've known since 2007 when I, I moved to the Green Bay Press Gazette and started covering the Packers. Uh, he had, he faced a lot of criticism for not evolving, for being complacent, uh, and things like that in his later years. If you watch that TV feature, which you guys should again with the audio on, if you spend time with him like I did, this guy is anything but complacent. They have spent months now with him, uh Jim Haslett, you know, the former Saints coach, longtime NFL assistant, Frank Singletary Jr, uh who's been a longtime NFL assistant, Scott McCurley. Those guys have broken down everything. They got two huge whiteboards in the upstairs living quarters. It's like a big man cave uh in the barn behind McCarthy's house, and they have mapped out everything down to every scheme thing, every project they've taken on. Uh, you know, all the league trends they're studying to what are we going to do for player mental health? How are we going to staff these different areas? They have a total plan, the calendar through training camp for 2020. Like, they are, they want to be able to walk in the door, flip on the lights, and be ready to roll. And one of the most interesting things uh, in our time together was, you know, they're watching cut-ups that they've made through pro football focus and things, you know, third and short, uh, middle of the field, you know, deep crosses, whatever. And there's Packers clips from this year. And McCarthy's watching what Matt Lafleur is doing with Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones and all those guys. And, and Mike told me, like, you have to be honest with yourself. You need to stay in tune with what happened at the last place that you were. See what they're doing now. It's the only way that you you learn and you grow. I mean, that was the big theme of McCarthy's entire year away here has been self-improvement. You know, And that goes down to spending more time with his family, which he got very emotional talking about what getting back into the game means to them. Um, you know, getting a knee surgery uh, or multiple surgeries that he needed just to get back onto his feet. He's working out. He, he's doing all these different things in every facet. He says he's going to come back as a, a better, you know, coach, a better friend, a better husband, all those things. Um, you know, just since my time with him, this is a rejuvenated Mike McCarthy to the guy that I so often, you seem worn out when I talk to him in, in the past couple of years, uh, the screaming on the sidelines. He He wants back in. He would never say that he's got something to prove, but you know he, he's got something that he feels like he wants to go out and accomplish here. And as Signetti told me, he goes, "I have no doubt that Mike's going to put another Super Bowl trophy in that case."
0: So what? That's that's really interesting because he's not that old. You know, he's in his mid fifties, and for a guy who coached as long as he did, he's only in his mid fifties. So he probably has another decade left if he can if he can get a job and keep it. What kind of a situation makes the most sense for him? Would it be? a young rookie type quarterback that he can mold, or would it be an established uh, in his prime veteran type quarterback where he doesn't have to do as much teaching?
2: From my understanding, he is open to all opportunities and he has done a lot of work on all the quarterbacks, the places, and he doesn't want to talk And it's understandable as a coach, you don't want to talk about other people's jobs, but he has studied, I'm telling you all the coaches, all the quarterbacks of the teams that he potentially could join, study the personnel what they're doing. One thing he made clear is this is not a total teardown that he does not look at no matter where he goes. It's not just, we're going to fire everybody. We're going to get rid of everybody. He thinks there's resources that you can really grasp onto within that building. Uh, But he wants to build it similarly. He wants to build it, have a heavy draft and develop component. He always felt like they could do more in terms of free agency and trade. He wants balance on the personnel side, thinks it's healthy to bring in people who have been a part uh, of other programs. Uh, you know, but it all depends where he actually ends up. I mean, just me talking, this is not for Mike, but just me talking, one of the teams playing tonight, the New York Giants, if they move on from Pat Shermer, which uh, certainly sounds like a possibility, getting Mike McCarthy with Daniel Jones and knowing what Jones does well would seem like a really good fit. Carolina, Atlanta, I mean, there, there's, there's a bunch of places where you could see why this would make sense with Mike McCarthy, and, You know, for anybody sitting there and saying the thing that, you know, enough people have tweeted at me responding to the video and everything and the things I've heard for years of the, well, he had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Go back through the list of coaches right now who have had good quarterbacks. Mike McCarthy's got a higher winning percentage in the NFL than Sean Payton, who's had Drew Brees the entire time. They have the same Number of Super Bowls. Nobody's sitting there saying Sean Payton just rode Drew Brees' coattails. It's a partnership. You know, Mark McCarthy played a role in grooming Aaron Rodgers, and Rodgers said that for himself in a radio interview last year after that, uh, the controversial Bleacher Report came, article came out. Uh, you know, Mike's, Mike does good work with quarterbacks, and I've talked to other people within the league who say he does such a good job training those guys. That is going to be attractive at a time that you know teams don't have a lot of experienced options to choose from it's basically Mike McCarthy, Ron Rivera, Jason Garrett maybe if he were to come available or you're going probably with uh you know some of the younger coaches Nick Sirianni, Kevin Stefanski potentially, Eric Bieniemy's a little bit older a guy who was from Minnesota uh now down in Kansas City yep. uh guys who haven't done it everybody's got to make the choice what are you looking for in the head coach if you are going strictly on resume There is no objective reason that Mike McCarthy should not be a top candidate in every search.
1: Hey, Tom, what's your best guess about the number of jobs that are going uh, to be available after this year? Ballpark it for it me. It could
2: be high. Uh, you know, I spent some time I had some time on my hands in Green Bay uh, last weekend, so I was talking to a bunch of different people about that. You know, every year right now it seems like it's a little bit higher. It could be a little bit higher than it ends up being. Sure. But you've already got to, with the Redskins and Panthers, I don't think that I'm breaking any news by saying the Cowboys, the Browns, the Jaguars, the Giants, the Falcons, although, again, they keep playing hard for Dan Quinn, are all logical places that you would say there is a possibility they're going to make a change. And then you've got potential surprises. I, I don't know where those might be. There's usually one every year, whether it's a retirement, whether it's a, a one-and-done or a coach you didn't think was on the hot seat. How about Detroit, uh, you're, you're in
1: that. Patricia has to be gone. This team has just quit. I, I wouldn't say they've quit. I, in fact,
2: I, I had somebody with the Vikings tell me yesterday they thought that they did still play hard in that game. Uh, they're playing without Matthew Stafford. Okay, that, that makes a huge impact. They should have won some of those games early in the season. They should have beaten the, the Cardinals when they had them on the ropes in week one. They should have, they, they did beat the Packers, but for those two, uh, hands on the face calls on Trey Flowers, uh, whatever that was. I think that was week five, whatever it was. I mean, you're talking about a completely different season if Stafford doesn't, fracture is back, and if you win even one of those games. Uh, I don't know. I mean, certainly they're a team that just based on the record you have to look at two years of it, they've not been able to to turn things around. I also know the investments that they've made in those guys, how much money they still owe Matt Patricia and General Manager Bob Quinn, who got a contract extension. Quinn and Patricia are a team. I would not expect that Quinn uh, would fire Patricia. Does Martha Ford wake up and decide we need to move on? Anything is possible. Um, But they have – When they hired Matt Patricia, they went in with a plan that it was going to take some time to completely turn over the roster, turn over the building, turn over the culture. It's been a losing culture, frankly, in Detroit for decades. That takes some time. It was not a quick fix type of a thing. Uh, Again, none of that is to say that a change could not be made. Uh, but I would certainly, not say that that's a shoo-in at this point.
0: Uh, that is Tom Pellicero. and by the way, if you want to check out that Mike McCarthy feature, it's it's it, you can find it on NFL Network. It's going to pop up, I'm sure, a few times uh, tonight, tomorrow. But you can also just go to Tom's Twitter account, just at Tom Pelissero. And, uh, it's a, it's a four minute feature that's just on his Twitter account. Click play and And it's better with the volume up. It is. It's better with the volume (laughs) up. Yes.
2: Long version and, uh, full story on NFL.com as well. All that's linked at the, uh, at the Twitter.
0: Awesome, man. All right, Tom, we'll talk next week. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, guys. That's, uh, one of the best NFL reporters in the country there and a fellow Minnesotan and a friend of ours, Tom Pellicero, doing some great work on, uh, on Mike McCarthy. So, That's such a, I feel like that's such a sort of standard story of like coach gets dream job, does well, but then things go awry and gets fired and has to go back to the drawing board, not only as a coach, but in life, right? The things that he was talking about with Mike McCarthy, working out, getting in better shape, reconnecting with family, like those are all things that. Almost every coach, up until maybe like the PJ Flex Sean McVay era, maybe those are the types of guys in their 30s that are going to change it. But
3: I I haven't seen the story yet, but I read the the piece that's attached to the story at NFL.com that Tom just mentioned, and he says in there he flat out admits coaching in the NFL is a selfish profession like you are you're taken away from your family, you can't be the best dad that 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 you could possibly be, you can't be the best husband that you can possibly be. It rips you away from your family for long periods of time. Not just to the travel. These guys sometimes literally go to sleep and wake up in their office grinding tape. Mm-hmm. Like it it is an unrelenting profession and he 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 know I think most guys know that, but there's sort of an addiction to it and not just for Mike McCarthy. In the article, he also talks about how his family got used to got used to that life of Mike McCarthy being an NFL head coach, and they kind of want to get back to that themselves. See you, Dad. It's Bye. An addictive
0: thing, man. See you, honey. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. I mean, there's. I, I do wonder though if there's a new way to approach it because like, P.J. Fleck puts in a bunch of time. Sean McVay puts in a bunch of time, and there's other young coaches. Uh, Kyle Shanahan puts in a bunch of time. Those guys are in shape. It, I, I almost feel like you have to find a more efficient way to go about it, and some of these newer coaches are probably doing that. Where yeah. is there a more efficient way? Can you save two hours watching film this way or delegating these responsibilities to these? I people? think that's the key
1: thing. Delegation to me—that's the key thing because it's tough.
0: Because you're not. There's no way you're as good of a coach on four hours of sleep as you would be on seven. Right. You know that's that's the thing that they don't understand too.
1: But I, I think a lot of these old school guys, especially, sleep there. They grind tape. Mike Zimmer was was going blind in one eye and attempting to grind tape. Just think about that for a second. Yeah,
0: he literally risked losing an eye to coach football.
1: He was going. He he had a surgery, I believe. The story was went back to the office to grind tape. Yeah,
0: which is absolutely insane, but not shocking. Yeah. Uh, by the way, before we get to our Vikings nitpicks off yesterday's broadcast and game, oh, I, I want, to want to hear to... these from the broadcast. Auburn, Jug got what he wanted. Yep. Uh, huh. yeah, yep. Jug got what he wanted. I want the test. Uh, he got the test. It's I want an, the test. It's an Outback Bowl bid for our Minnesota Golden Gophers against one of the best teams in the country not in the college football playoff, Auburn. So now that this now that this has happened, I what are your it. expectations? Because Hang tight. I am going to close my eyes. Hang on. Hang close. Pray on behalf of the Gophers. Show
1: me where you're at.
0: How many four- and five-star recruits did you say Auburn had to achieve? Show me where you're at. Auburn over the last five over the last four years, last four recruiting classes has fifty. Give me foreign a gauge. And Five star recruits. I'm gonna give me a gauge. I want a gauge. Tennessee. I don't think bores you, me. I don't think you want those hands, man. <laughs> I'm with Mackey.
1: Okay, you guys. You know what? Then the, if get, they get out of the
0: boat. If they can get, <laughs> get out of the boat, I'm rowing to Tampa. <laughs> if they get smoked by twenty or thirty, the blood's on your hands, old guy. Oh, that's fine. The blood is on I your can hands. handle it. <laughs> I can take it. I can do that. Time, no problem. Uh, this would be an interesting roundabout I'm way to, really to equal your 2003 record of 10 and three, wouldn't it? It would be. Uh, it would be a roundabout. You know
1: what? This is what PJ, PJ wants, right? PJ wants. PJ wants a test.
0: I think uh, Wisconsin and Iowa What a flick the test that you needed. What if flick came out and said, oh, no, actually, I didn't want this at all. No, I didn't. This is, uh, I'm with Mackey. Actually, terrible and I
3: did, If he came out, he was like, I did
1: not want those hands. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be rowing the boat. In fact, I won't be coaching that game. I was not looking for those hands. Those were not the hands that I wanted. In fact, I'm going to be spending January 1st with my family because I won't be anywhere near that stadium because this is not what I wanted at all.
0: On tomorrow's show... I just want to make sure that Rami doesn't stumble into a list of bowl games between now and tomorrow. Can you please avoid a list of college bowl games between sure. now and tomorrow? Yeah. Okay And we're
3: going to play the game? Is it a bowl game or not? Yes. Okay, all
1: right. And you know who is are
3: super excited ones. right
1: now? Super excited? Matthew Collar. Oh, yeah,
0: he's watching all of them. I know he does. In fact, are we going to do that on Purple Hold Daily? On. Are we going to do a Matthew Teller breakdown? Do you yes, say all yes. of them. Almost. Yeah, he watches all of them. Yes, he does. Every single bowl game. Oh, if yeah, it, if you. it's on it,
1: and he's home, which he ordinarily is. Not
0: just New Year's Day games. Oh, no. He's no, watching every no, single like, bowl like game. Like the ones that start next week. He's watching those. We've got in followers full
1: who do the same thing and tweet with Matthew about ongoing games. We need to perform an intervention with the guy, man. Dude, no, no, th- no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. We're going to have them break down the games. Yeah, we are. Oh, my God. You know what? (laughs) Once you've gotten to Maxion, what does it matter? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're into Maxion, you can't be like, well, that, but that bowl yeah. game's silly. That's like saying, you did coke,
0: why not heroin?
1: <laughs> exactly! <laughs> yes. yes! No, he's probably right.
0: Once once you've gone down one of the paths. Yeah. Once you've
1: gone down the Cheez-It Bowl path, you can't go back. He's right.
0: I mean, uh, that I was going to ask if the Cheez-It Bowl is a real thing, but I'll wait until tomorrow. Yeah, don't do that. Don't spoil the game. There was a bowl game last year that had more interceptions than <laughs> points. Just going to throw yeah. that out there. And Connor watched yeah. the entire yeah. thing, I think. Yep. So uh our Vikings nitpicks and we'll wrap with Roycey when we come back to Mackie and Judd with Rami.